as much as like, sport is not, it's, it's deep because obviously I'm, I mean I'm married to an athlete so yeah. sport is very deep and it's very important and you can learn a lot from sport but yeah. I'm not really that fussed about which one to be honest yeah no, nah, it's not it's not even about what, <laughs> what the sport is I would send my child to private school just so they can play hockey no, no. <laughs> I think it's just I think it's it goes to the point of discipline but it also goes to the to the point of your picking in life what a lesson in life is you will have to do things that you may not want to do but it's for your benefit so picking up an extra sport i.e hockey you're learning a you may not like it in the beginning but you will pick up a discipline that you never knew before and you will learn new skills that you you didn't and also you can get to a point where you actually appreciate you may not be a hockey fan but you can appreciate hockey and i think sometimes when you're when you're put in those spaces in private schools or whatever in, in that kind of system it teaches you to appreciate things um differently like you may not understand it but you just get okay cool this is what has to be done we have to do what we have to do in public school it's kind of like you've got loads of kids you throw a strop you know five kids for a strop there's not much the teachers can do you kind of have to do what you have to do um and if you're in the class, you have to choose for yourself that ah, I have to learn because none of my mates are gonna be doing my GCSEs with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this but, is it. So yeah, I but, just yeah. I don't know. I still have faith in the public school system. Like, I don't know if it's because I've been out of school obviously for such a long time, and so I'm very detached from what schools are like now, unless you're <laughs> a teacher or yeah. no uh, school aged children. Yeah. But I do strongly believe that with like a good state and, and teachers have told me this themselves like, like the media will sensationalise and make you think that everything's going to, to hell like yeah. it's, everything's gone to pot and yes there are changes that need to be addressed but I've sat down and I've, I've had conversations with teachers because I was like the media's telling me this mm. I've got children mm. like is it even worth me um, sending them to state school or should I go and start opening up my socks and yeah. shirts so I have money to send them to private school and teachers yeah. are like it's not that deep, trust me. Like, like you know, the ed- quality of education is still is still decent. And like I said before, it's ultimately the parents' responsibility to educate their child. So with you know, good talking to your children, knowing what areas they're struggling in, finding them tutors, etc., and giving them everything you can to obviously give them the best education in life, and also the importance of extracurricular outside of school. If, and now, because you can get so much things online, like I know kids that are like they got Chinese tutors in, in China and he's on mm. Zoom and he's teaching them and it's probably like really cheap because obviously the exchange rate, like there's so much that you can rely on outside of school mm-hmm. because we have the internet. Yeah. So if I wanted my child, if I didn't think that my child was learning Latin, in, if I, if they went to a state school and there's no Latin, mm-hmm. if I really wanted to teach them Latin, I could probably go and find a tutor online, a little eight pound or something. I don't know. It's probably going to be more. A little, yeah, little 20 pound an hour. <laughs> a little 20 pound, 30 pound an hour once a week. But this is, what, with what you're saying though, are you taking into consideration parents that, that can't afford? Yeah, so because that's you've, where... you mentioned a few things that really money is involved. I agree. And, that's, and... and this is why I'm not going to lie. This, and we know it's, it's not a secret, but your socioeconomic background, ultimately, to a large extent, it does kind of determine the opportunities that you can be exposed to because yeah. it just comes down to what people can afford. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously, if you can't afford that, then st- from a state school perspective, though, like my parents, mm-hmm. like my mom would sit and like look at my books. And mm-hmm. if I didn't like if I didn't understand something, obviously, I do have parents who went to university. So it's not like it's a bit different than yeah. someone who didn't go to university. Mm-hmm. 
But she would figure out, like, she would go and learn it first and right. then come back and teach me. Even up until uni, like, mm-hmm. she did, I studied law. She didn't study law, but I could get her to read an essay. Mm-hmm. My dissertation, I got my mum to read it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if you can understand it and you're not somebody who, like, has a legal background, mm-hmm. then I'm doing something right because it's obviously clear, at least right. if it's wrong. You, might, you yeah. can't tell me if it's wrong, yeah. but you can sure tell me if, if I'm articulating myself properly. Right. And she read it and she actually, like, gave me some feedback and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I did what she said, mm-hmm. like, the bits she couldn't understand, and I, I got it first. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that not all of the things I'm suggesting requires money. You can mm-hmm. go and read it yourself. Yeah. And now YouTube, there's so many things that you can teach yourself. Like, I'm trying to teach my daughter how to read mm-hmm. and it's not going great. Yeah. <laughs> but... but um. What I'm saying is that I, I watch YouTube videos mm-hmm. and I watch how these people are doing it and then I come home and I'm like, okay, let me try and see what I can teach her. Yeah. And so you don't necessarily need money for a lot of these things. It's just about having the time and being able to dedicate. And that's what parenting is anywhere. Anyone who's a parent, whether it's education or something else, mm-hmm. that's what we, that's what God tells us to do. So, you know, these little children, that he entrusts us with these children mm-hmm. to try and, you know, teach them something and it's the same vim that we'll be using to teach them the word of god yeah should be we all have to learn the word of god from mm. somewhere mm. like it's the same way <laughs> like, if you're going to teach your child scripture you have to study the scripture so you can teach your child the scripture same way if i want to if, if i want to teach my children something from school i have to go and read it first and then but then i do say that i don't i, I don't think i'm dumb like i think there's a lot of things that i can just pick up yeah. so that's also an advantage some people might not necessarily be able to do that right okay but yeah. you have we have community. That's why we have community. If I can't learn something, yeah, I've got a friend who probably can. Yeah, but then <laughs> some people don't have community. Yeah, that's, that's true. But we all have that, internet. There's a community yeah. crisis. Yes, we do have internet. At least that's a starting that's, point. It's <laughs> a starting point, absolutely. But do you have time? Do you have capacity? Do you have bandwidth? And I feel like a lot of parents have fallen this, down the slippery slope of kind of abdicating that responsibility of kind of playing a pivotal part in the kids' education because work is is tough enough. That's why I said that earlier, that we cannot completely trust school. Not trust, but you can't completely rely on school to educate your children. Whether you're middle class, upper class, lower class, that is parental responsibility. It's actually an intrinsic legal responsibility. So then what's what's the solution then? Because the issues that I brought up, I feel like that's some of the biggest challenges that a lot of parents do have. You I just can't, feel like if you we can't all take have your kids out. What's with and I agree because I'm like I said, I don't think homeschooling is ever gonna be for me. Like mm. it's just not. So I'm one of I fall into that category of well I can't take my children out. Yeah. So what do I do? And I just think we all have to do what we can with the resources that are available to us, whether whether that's a lot of money to send your child to private school or it's not. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to afford to maintain a private school education for my yeah. children for that if I, especially if I have more than one child yeah. for that number of years so that's not something that I think is going to be feasible for me at the moment yeah. so that's why I'm looking at my other options like, okay where can we move to okay. where the state schools are relatively good okay. again that's a privilege in and of itself because yes, in absolutely. those areas yep. their properties tend to be a little bit more expensive yep, but what I'm doing is I'm looking at the resources that I have okay. and I'm like okay maybe in this area the school, the primary and secondary schools are are, are decent, so I can live here. Okay. And at least if these schools stay at this standard, at the bare minimum, this is a decent school that I'm happy to send my child to. So yeah. there's things if, like that. If you can't move, if I can't move, yeah, I mean, I, realistically, I'm gonna be able to move. So I don't really think that's something that. <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, I'm asking if, you, if someone can't move, if someone if people that's couldn't move, the then end. again, 
I'm looking at my child's books. What are they learning? What can I teach them? It's like I was saying, like, I'm trying to teach my child how to read. Yeah. Like, she's only two, but mm. I'm literally watching YouTube stuff. Yeah. And then, like, if they <laughs> recommend, like, a certain type of book, like, I'll go and buy the book. Okay. And then I'll be like, okay, let's try and do this together. So there's, like, YouTube. All of that kind of stuff is free. Okay. Trying to teach ourselves things so we can then pass them down. Okay. It's just anything. Like, it's not to pass judgment or say, like, it's just anything that we can all be doing Mm. if I was too tired I'll tag team so sometimes like because I don't pick up my daughter every day from nursery so when we, when I was trying to teach her like the alphabet and the and the sounds that the letters make if I couldn't do it then I tell my husband okay on this day you do it this is what we do and he too he can do it as well so mm. trying to between you and your spouse is trying to work out what you can do play to your strengths if one of you like I already know that if my daughter comes home with math problem it's not me that's gonna solve it it's my husband yeah. <laughs> because math is just not my forte like yeah. so it's all these different types of things like just doing what you can pulling your resources like when I was growing up as well like in in church some of the teachers would put on like summer schools for free like one of my friend's moms was a science teacher mm. she was like head of science in the school so mm. in the holidays when we were doing our GCSEs she would like in her house she would just teach us yeah. for free like I remember my mom was so grateful because like she'd have to do that yeah. she'd get all of us and she would teach us and she'd be like this is how you do it and she'd give us practice papers so if you've got the community and the resources do that too like if people can okay. everybody and it's a responsibility for all of us if we're in church communities as much as it's on a parent if you have a skill that you know that you can offer to somebody yeah. that can help them then you should be you should if you've got the capacity you should be trying to offer these things it's not not every day as much as i'm always like yeah get money like not every day get money sometimes do things for the community like if you can help mm-hmm. so okay. i think these are things that we can we can try to do use your resource schools like brampton manor is that's a is that not a state school? If you live close it is, enough, it is. But it, it's a bit more tricky. It that. is tricky because especially like their for the ent- sixth form, entrance, the entry, whatever. yeah, the entry. And I, again, I know firsthand. I know some of the young people that I've I've mentored and young people that I know that have tried to get into there. And it's not even just how hard it is to get in. It is really it's hard, hard to, get to in. stay. Yeah, in. it is. The, like and some the, of the, the kids, pressure. Like, they they yeah. start early and they yeah. Like kids are going into depression because yeah, of A-levels. Yeah. Like when but, I heard about see, that, as much as I love though. what the school do, when I found out, like, like you know, you're getting to school at six, like, I, this, that's a discipline element. And that's what I was just about to say. When, we teach our children resilience. Yes. We need to start teaching people resilience. We do. we do. But then at the same time, we also need to challenge our kids. We also need to be able to get to a, a, a space in parenting for our kids where the pressure to perform just so they can go to the best academic institution available to them. Um, yeah, just so that they can get into that. I agree. Like, it's not do or die. Yeah. Because I, 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 it's kind of like the same for uni. Like, if you don't go to... Well, it is uni, it is uni that I'm talking about in the first place. But a degree, that's what I mean. Yeah, things should not be do or die. In like, if you don't get your first class, like, that's not the not end the of the end world. Of the world. Yeah, um, you are not defined by, you know, ultimately that piece of paper. It, it can do a lot for some people, but it is not the end of the world. And I feel like just... Yes, there's a re- element of resilience to it, but at the same time, like, like you don't want to breed a level of competition that makes your child feel like their worth and their value is attached to the uni that they go to. Even though the world may look at it that way, the reality is that you want to you want to build and rear children that are not superficial. 
that can acknowledge, okay, yeah, I go to Oxford, but I actually, my value is not in, you know, me being an Oxford student. Because that, if anything, we're no different to our parents. Ah, my child is an engineer. Ah, my child is a graduate (laughs) of Cambridge University. It's like, no, your child is your child. And your child has happened to graduate from that university. They did what they did. And yeah, they happened to graduate from there. But their value is not attached to their value their intrinsic value, their identity that stems from God is not found in the things that they've obtained or achieved. And so as parents, we have to remove ourselves from that. Because sometimes, let's be very honest, even sometimes myself, sometimes I'm looking at my daughter and I'm like, yeah, man, like I know you can, I should be doing more because da 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 And sometimes I'm like, where's that coming from? No, I'm not going to lie. I am definitely, I'm not, I don't think we should push our children like to that extent, but I'm mm. definitely of the school of thought that we, that it's good for children to be challenged right. from from young as well yeah because that's how you, when i say challenge like in a healthy way to bring the best out of them yeah like i i'm i definitely i'm not like yeah I'm, i can't pretend that i'm not yeah like on that like i'm definitely that that parent <laughs> like i definitely it is good for children to be challenged from mm. from this age mm. from early mm. Because again, it comes down to discipline. It comes down to being able to just train yourself to get things done, even if you don't like it. Yeah. But at the same time, I want education to be fun. Like if I see my my sister and if I see her, we're, we're we're doing an activity, and I can see her, she's getting bored. I'm like, it's fun. Like it should also be fun. Like she should love. Children should love learning new things. Like I, I just I just truly believe. I don't know if it's because I'm Nigerian, but I just think that education is such a key to opening up doors to meeting new people, to being able to, like, it's, mm-hmm. there's so much to it that mm-hmm. I think from education and discipline, like, they're just really, it's our major keys. Even biblically, like, the Bible talks so much about discipline. Like, mm-hmm. these are major keys in life, in my personal opinion. Okay. I, I, would, I would definitely say there's heavy Nigerian influences there. Cause I don't... You said, <laughs> you said education and discipline. There's no way you can separate that from... But when I, I'm not saying, not to the point where <laughs> it's like, do or die. Like, no, no, no. You can no. never, ever be do or die. Like, it's not yeah. that deep. If you cannot do it, it's never, ever going to be that deep. Yeah. But these are definitely the tools. Because if I was an Oibo person saying what I'm saying, mm. like, those white people that have the means to send their children to private school, yeah. no one says to them, like, ah, it's because that's the mentality. Like, people don't say that. But I don't feel like, I don't feel like... A lot of them are talking about discipline. Because don't, they don't need to because they get the money already. Yeah, so that's the thing. So so when you're saying it, you're saying that's that's why I'm like, I feel more because it's the Nigerian inside of you that speaks to that. Because I, like, for example, like, Sahila goes to Independent and, yeah, the, when I'm talking to parents, I, from the first day, like, we went there and, just in a car park and you just you're already you're looking at your car and you're seeing everyone else's car already, <laughs> yeah, it was already long from that, that is definitely day. one of the cons that comes when you when you send your children to private school like, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be exposed to money they're yeah. gonna be exposed to certain yeah. things and if you can't replicate that at home that can come with its own challenges as well yeah 100%. yeah so i'm like i'm like wow but the the fact that anyway shy the fact that we're able to do it one is by god's grace but it's i think for me i think as much as I do value education, but I think as I've grown, I'm I'm more open to the school of diverse thought. I don't think education should be rigid per yeah, se. Yeah, but diverse thought comes from education. It's the people that have education that can, can diverse 
diversely think. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and no. Yes, and no. Why I say that, for example, is if you look at it from like before things were institutionalized per se, and we have school systems and educational systems. It was philosophers. It was you know people who arguably yeah educated people, but it was mainly through discussion and debate and this that and the third. But those are those are skills and disciplines that you gain when you have a certain level of education yes that's, that's why private schools they do debate a lot of states yeah, they don't yeah. really focus on that kind of stuff yeah no absolutely but i'm going back to like ancient greek times and stuff like that or asian you know egypt and stuff the like Socrates. that yeah the, that age where obviously it's kind of like it's it's more about thought leaders people who were committed to assessing life these were people who viewed life watched people listen to stuff analyzed a lot of stuff and then came and go and went based on the assessments that i've seen based on the analysis that i viewed i can submit that this is x y and z even for people like you know Karl marx or any famous philosopher or psychologist or whatever these are people of ideas and they were um, educated. And yeah, they were. They were critical they, thinkers. Yeah, they were, These are skills that you learn yes, when you're educated. Yes, 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 and yes, and no. Because there's an element, there's an element of it where they've used skills from, they've used skills that they've learned in academic institutions, absolutely. But they've also used skills from real life. It's real life analysis. You're dealing with real life situations. You have to be on the ground. You have to watch. You have to assess. You have to actually, yes, the critical thinking that you're talking about, you're given the tools to be able to critically assess and um, filter through loads of thoughts, loads of different ideas. But the point is that you need both. And that's why I'm like, I'm more of that, I'm more of that school as opposed to, um, a rigid way of okay this is how you're meant this is how these are the tools um, and this is how life works and this is when you use these tools life will be okay for you if you use these basic tools I feel like the element of you looking at where life is now so for example um, we're in the age of technology yes technology there's a have there's an education side to technology but there's a side to te technology that looks at okay so for example we look at ai artificial intelligence the brains behind it is looking at how can we how can we automate so much of life's realities that's the real that's mm. the reality behind no, ai how can we automate so much of life's realities now you've got the brains who've gone to great schools and you know whatever they've gone to the greatest unis in the world they're just coupling the frameworks that they've used to build like strong minds and then they've just brought that okay what what's okay so someone you know someone on a friday someone would prefer macd's to kfc someone would prefer you know someone would prefer to order um flowers over chocolates on valentine's day like all these little i'm just making up stuff but all these little little day-to-day -day things that happen on the ground and they're just throwing it's just like that's what ai does it throws the everyday into algorithms and goes okay based on your behaviors this is what you do but anyway i don't want to digress too much i i just feel like i as i do i education is absolutely important but i think now where i'm more leaning towards is that in in the fast-paced world that we're living in it needs to be coupled with the real like like experiential knowledge that's that's the word experiential knowledge 
coupled, coupled with systematic, yeah, like a framework that goes, okay, these are standard ways of, like, this is how if you go to the shop with £10 and you spend £5.57, you expect X, Y, Z back. Like, the, there's a system for addition, subtraction, multi, all of that. We need that, but then I think we need that experiential piece because I feel like we're selling our kids short when we just make it about the systems and the disciplines, but not how to apply the application. I agree. Application you know? is definitely important. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I'm, I, I'm, I agree with you. I don't know why you thought that I didn't. Nah, it was... Oh, anyway, when you said education and <coughs> discipline, I think I was just... No, I definitely do agree with you. I do think you have to be balanced and life is about both. Yeah. Me, I, 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 would, I would say, I would like to believe I'm a thought leader in the making. But that's, and I feel like how that's come about or how that is coming about is just like my value, my, my, I, I believe in the value of education, but I really believe that's, it's literally kind of like when I came to Gab's for Real Talk, Real Walk, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a real walk, there's a real talk. <laughs> But, and there's a real walk, but then at the same time, there's real truth. There's truth that ought to be applied to this real walk. And I think when you couple those two together, and I think that's why, like, we, you know, as a team, we've done so well because we're not, we're not just talking stuff. We're able to back it up and yeah, use scriptures, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I feel, mm, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting conversation. We won't, Obviously, we've not been able to, because even, like, I mean, we've spoken a bit about homeschool. We've spoken about private school. We haven't really spoken about public school. And I mean, there's so many angles. I wouldn't say I'm against it. I just feel like... I think just... every state school is not the same state school, first of all. Not but all state schools are created equally. Yeah, but then we're, we're talking to people that are, you know, from different parts of the country, different situations, different circumstances. Yeah, I agree. Different status. Like, it's just we can't it's not yeah, a one shoe fits all like, you know what I mean yeah because it depends on where you live yeah like a school in, in, in a city is going to be very different from like a state school that's like even in central in London or, some of, yeah. yeah or in the suburbs yeah so it's, it's it's very difficult to say I think the best thing we can say is what I already said when I said every parent should just do what they can to supplement whatever yeah it is that yeah. they whatever path it is that you choose to go down yeah yeah I'm not. I'm re. I'm not intrinsically against state schools. I think there's value in it, but I feel like they've been sold. They've done a disservice to the young people that they're meant to serve. It's kind of like, like police officers. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I keep going back. Maybe because <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. yeah, justice, social justice is my thing. But it's kind of like you're 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 not serving the people that you ought to serve effectively. And that's... But I, the system is the system like... I, no, but I just don't think that there is, like... There is no way you can have a perfect school system in any country. There's just no way. I do think the UK's there's one nothing, is particularly no on, bad. Let's just be honest. But, like, there's no, no way. How can you make a... Like, how are you supposed to make a system that is fit for all? You it's never going to happen because people have different needs. They have different desires. So I think that should, first of all, be the starting point when we talk about education. It's just not possible for a school system to serve everybody. Are people, ask, are people asking for a system that's fit for all? Or are people asking for a system that just meets the general needs of the day? But then by definition, the minute you start trying to put something into a system anyway, yeah. somebody's going to slip through the net. So we might have a different system that maybe 
works better for some people, but it's never going to catch everybody. And that's the problem with, like, school. If you just accept that school is flawed in general, yeah, then at least... You know but that. I don't think that's a good position to start from. I can't. But lie. there is no. It's not. But how can how can you start from any other position? Because it's not possible to create one system yeah. that serves everybody. But that's not. But that's not really. That's why I'm saying that's not really the point. The the point of for me the point of education is to give every child that enters any educational institution the tools that they need to learn to grow as an individual in a complex world. Um, to learn to love, to learn to respect, to learn to be open to understanding, but also building their knowledge base or their knowledge faculty. Those are but some of the basic. But how can you basic... do that when everybody has different learning styles? Yeah, but no, but that's different. What the tools that I'm giving to you are their tools. Learning styles are not. You, but you started not with the, the same point of tools. education is to give people the tools yeah, to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how can you give someone a tool to learn when yeah. people have different learning styles? Well, that's why you're giving them tools so that you can choose what you what works for you so that you can end up... Like, some people, they learn best via music. Some people learn best via reading books. Some exactly, people learn best via Exactly, but it's videos. not possible for one system to capture all of those people. But if no I matter what system you choose, it's going to be flawed in one way or no, another. No, but if I provide you a system that makes you aware of these tools, so I've said music, if we, if we teach you music, if we teach you, or if we introduce video classes, if we introduce books in classes. But isn't this what school's trying to do anyway? They, huh? do, they use those tools. They used, they they are implementing tools, but are these tools effective enough in the sense that uh, the value in what you are teaching, does it, does it bring value? So you are using those mechanisms, but is the content, that is that is a core issue. So then it's what the you're content. saying is it's the curriculum, then not the system of school itself. No, it's everything. It's, it's the tools and it's the content. It's the tools and the content. You can use... Some schools don't use all these things that we're talking about because True. they don't have the money. True. That's another True. big thing. State schools, they may not have money like other schools yeah, have so to have... I think when it comes to state schools, there's different ways that schools are funded. Yeah. So I think there's yeah, like academy councils. schools. Yeah. And I think they're funded... I think with academy schools, yeah. they might be funded... They, they might have more money because they have independent They have pots of money who because have, they are yeah. run like businesses. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then you also have schools that are purely funded by the government yeah. which yeah. tend to be the ones that are the least that funded the most, yeah. yeah and yeah. then you have like even um like catholic schools for example yeah. some of them i think they get funded via like the church so yeah, yeah. they Same also have CLV, yeah. yeah so yeah. they also have different funding as well mm. so and then there's even all sorts of dependent there's free schools yeah. so that they i think they're a bit more independent like there's just so many different so many different types of schools so first of all, that's why i say all state schools is not the same state school yeah absolutely i agree with that but yeah, like I'm saying, like it's not it's the the system, it's the structure, um, the structure in a sense of some like um, some schools. I feel like the 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 narrative of teacher um, sets a big gap between the student and the person who's educating them, and it's kind of like I can't relate with you as I can't receive from you because of the distance or the barrier that you put in front of me. And this goes to the fact that every child, every child is different. We can't facilitate everyone, but because they're so rigid in how a lot of teachers, and they, that's why I feel like, especially during the pandemic, we saw a rise in teachers thinking outside of the box. And I think that's why 
a lot of teachers started to win post-pandemic because they moved away from rigid styles of teaching. So... Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, what you're saying is true. Yeah. But I think schools in general suffered as a result of the pandemic because a lot of parents decided, I'm actually not sending my child back there. Like, like even now... Yeah. two three years post pandemic mm-hmm. or since the start of the pandemic like schools have not been able to get the numbers back to what they were pre-pandemic like exactly it's actually a genuine issue well i think i think it just made parents realize that i think it made parents realize that you can actually like i don't actually have to send my child to school yeah partly yeah well because mm, this homeschool thing is not just I've, a resurgence in it's not just the christian community that's actually like yeah. talking about homeschooling yeah, like, parents who are non-christians like a lot of parents are don't want to put their children in the system they're like this is not working yeah but in relation to the point that i was making the point that i was making before what you were saying about teachers as in teachers being able to express themselves to become more expressive and and not necessarily be rigid to a particular pattern or style of teaching yeah i agree with that to get the point across so the point that you just made about um parents uh, and you also have to recognize that if your child is actually not registered to some sort of school and and they're under 18 under 17 then what they're doing is illegal it's not illegal why it depends on the borough that you're in because people who are home again only know this because of that thing i was listening to the other day so it's not actually illegal because as i said if you take it into consideration that first and foremost it's the parent's duty to educate the child yeah some councils are more stricter than others so with some councils if you if your child was never enrolled in school in the first place, they might not necessarily come and look for you. They might come and see how you are providing the education just to make sure that you're doing something. But it's only if your child was enrolled in school and then you've taken them out, then they're more likely to because that's truancy. You've yeah. put them in school and now they need to check that your child is. Yeah, but that's you don't what actually have to, to enroll. If you never enrolled your child into school in the first place and you've always homeschooled, they won't necessarily come. No, from I've like ne- that. no, I've no. That's I wasn't referring to that. I was referring to if because um, you used the example of. After the pandemic, and they never oh, came back. Oh, people didn't say back. Yeah, 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 yeah. that they that's, will come. That, the well, government yeah, will yeah, come and check. That like, what are you doing? Yeah. If they, if it was homeschooling, like that's a different ball game. Yeah, I hear that though. I that come. What comes to mind is I know a family. Um, we used to go to this. Um, I used we used to same serve at the same church, and um, they had eight kids. Wow. Yeah, and all of them were homeschooled until secondary school when the kids went to second when the kids were secondary school age then they went to secondary school that's not bad you know yeah but having like all those kids and doing homeschool yeah that's what i'm saying like everybody's ministry is different some people really are born to do that i feel like a lot of people that do it they really have to be born i just don't think that's my ministry yeah you you have to yeah you have to have the energy for that yeah 100 percent. you have to have the you have to have um the willingness and be ready to commit because yeah, I can't allow a man to do that, man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's I, a big commitment. I don't have the capacity yeah, to at the moment. Well, we don't have the capacity to. I think if that ever happened, we would have to put ourselves in a situation where by financially we could do it and we could commit our time to the kids. I honestly think even if I had the capacity and the money, I just don't think I could do it. I'll be saying one plus one is two. Yeah. Why are you not getting it? Yeah, like okay. I am not an actual teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some oh. people have the ability to teach people like that. I do not. <laughs> but then at the same, but at the same time, you've been you've been banging on about it. As parents, we have a responsibility. Yeah, I can definitely. No, I agree. I can definitely supplement. And to be honest, 
raising my child and trying to, like I said, I'm trying to teach it. I, some things I've realized, I was actually not as hard as you made it seem in your head. Yeah. But then there are some things that I just couldn't, like, especially yeah. as it gets more complicated yeah. as the child gets older. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I can't teach trigonometry. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that, man. I, yeah. I think it's, it's a complex thing. I mean, to the question that was originally asked, I mean, yeah, it was to us. I mean, it was to us to give our opinion. Um, yeah, man, there's it's it's a long-winded discussion, and I mean, there's so many points to factor in. I also, I think, aside from everything that's been said so far, and you know, the, where we agreed, and maybe where we're seeing different elements of nuance, I think there's also an element of recognizing the needs of our of our children. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think as I've grown up, I've recognized maybe not every child needs to go to private school. Some some kids do, and and some kids don't. Some kids, I just think I think this is that's where equity comes in. You recognize where their strengths are, and push them towards that direction, and give them what they need Agreed. to excel and thrive Agreed. in that area. I think that's where. As a parent, that's what I'm coming towards. I saw my parents do that with me and my siblings. I mean, me, I was an education guy. Me, I love education. I love learning. I hate exams, but I just love learning. I don't, it's a weird one. I don't know how to explain No, that, that makes one. sense. Because exams, I, like, the way they're designed to get information out of yeah. you, the pressure and stuff, like, yeah. it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to function well under that kind of time conditions yeah. for several reasons. So, yeah. yeah, that does make sense. But I education wise I smashed it like I smashed it up to you know when I finally got around to graduating like I, <laughs> I did I did well but my course was my course in uni was challenging but that's a story for another day but I just feel like some like one of my sisters um, two of my sisters the eldest of them and the youngest of them they the eldest one and the youngest one um, they um, went to grammar schools Whereas the middle girl, she didn't go to grammar school. And it's because, like, my parents, us, she knew herself. She's like, mom, dad, 11 plus grammar school. Yeah, it's not. So It depends yeah. on the child as well. Because my parents tried to get me to go to grammar school, like, in secondary school. And I flunked out my exam because I was like, I don't want to go to this school. Like, yeah, I just didn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's that, and there's <laughs> that as well. Like, nah. <laughs> for, her, for her, like, that sort of educational route was just not her thing. She's graduated. She's done very well for herself. Like she didn't need to go to a grammar school. I I went to a private school. Um, get to a private school. Private school, nonetheless, <laughs> it's still a point of privilege. So I'm not gonna rub that off. But my brother didn't. My brother went to a state school. My younger brother went to. So a they state literally school. had all four of you in different schools. Five of it's five. Five, of sorry, five of you. Yeah, in logistically, much. that's so actually so two two went grammar school. Two went state school, one of us private school. So, yeah, we've had the whole spectrum. But we have the deepest that logistically, as someone with two, I'm just thinking, so they were dropping five different people in five different places. Like, that, they actually tried. That's how you know. That's why also, like, the number of children you have is also yeah, that grace. Yeah. Because, like, not everyone has the grace to be dropping five different kids in five different places. Not everyone has the grace to be homeschooling mm. five kids yeah, at home. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sometimes, like... <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot. I mean, sure, they didn't, they didn't drop me in Hackney, but yeah, I made my way, but what I can say But is, either way, like, the, it's, the mornings yeah, no, in your no, house yeah, yeah, must yeah, have been, like, yeah, logistically, manic, yeah, this yeah, one has crazy. to be up at this time, so you can get to school. Like, I can't yeah, even... I'm crazy. just thinking about it, like, oh, that yeah. is wild. I, I got up first. I got up at the same time with my mum, and that was what... Sometimes you used to get up at, like, 4.35. 
Yeah. And that's another thing as well. When you consider like the practicalities of prep, like is the school close to your house? Yeah. Like you can't be like (laughs) after you've traveled up and down, even grammar schools, if it's so far, like you have to consider the area that you live in. So that if you want grammar schools, if the child is traveling two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening, that child's going to be exhausted. There's no amount of education Mm -hmm. that's going to get me to late because it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's be wrapping yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna so... pretend that people are not looking at me in the sides. <laughs> yeah, no, no, man. That's uh, yeah. As I've said, this one is a it's a can of worms. So to the person that asked, yeah, there's no. This is, this is the answer for you. It's a lot. It's a lot of things. One can't say. You just have to be honest with yourself, honest with your situation, and also, I what I would say is before you come to any sort of hard conclusion or more certain conclusion, really think about. Um, really think about like your views on education and like have an educated view. Irony, no problem. <laughs> have an educated view on education, not just, oh, uh, it's, it, public schools are demonic. Like we're going to need a bit more than that. You know yeah, what I mean? I, like I, there's, I there's so many believers that send their kids to public school, you know, and they're not possessed of the devil <laughs> and all those things. So let's just be very, like, let's be very integral to our arguments. If you're saying, you know, God is is saying that you should take out your kids, cool. But yeah, the same God that told you to take out your kids, you have to trust that same God for wisdom to know what to do because you can't just take them out and not know what to do. You know, don't be irresponsible. Children are... Um, they're not only a gift from the Lord, but the Lord says they're arrows in the quiver of um, of of every parent. So, yeah, be responsible. Have a think about it. Um, if you're with, you know, your your partner, the the parents, like, make sure that there's a level of agreement that you need um, to move forward. And yeah, ultimately, pray for your kids. Yeah, your kids are in the Lord's hands. So, yeah, that's that's all I would say. God bless. Peace. So... Mm-hmm.